North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, all of you wonderful, beautiful people. It's Dr. Low Radio. Thanks for tuning in to another show. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor. So great to be back on the air, and especially with someone who's very, very special, and I will announce her in just a second. Very excited for this show. It's been a long time coming. I've been doing this show for almost five years, and it's actually a shock to me that I'm finally having this guest on the show. So I am kind of buzzing at this point. I just got back from a cruise uh, this last weekend. I went to Summit at Sea, which is a collection of entrepreneurs and thought leaders and world changers and really just coming together and seeing how we can just change this planet for the better. And I had a a blast. It was down um, in Miami and uh, and got to meet some really awesome people. I got to meet, finally got to meet Vonnie Hari from The Food Babe. I got a little starstruck because um, I really look up to her and what she's doing to just totally change the food system. I'm looking to have her on the on the podcast really soon. I got to hang with Dr. Mark Hyman, um, who is just such a um, such a role model for me too. So so I'm really excited to take some of the things that I've learned and, and start to really apply it and. Um, one cool conversation I had with Vani Hari, what I asked her, I said, do you ever feel um, like you are in fear of your safety? Because she's really go- coming up against these big, huge companies like Monsanto and all these different fast food companies. And she said to me, if I were to die over this, it would be worth it. And I was like, holy crap, that is like exactly what I needed to hear because I've been kind of playing it small in my eyes, I feel like I have been. So it just really lit a fire under my butt to take this information and really take it to the mainstream. On this show, we have life-changing information and how natural medicine can, can help you to be so much healthier and even how you can slow down and, and halt certain diseases. And I just feel like it's, you know... There's so much more of an impact we could be making. So anyways, that's that's my little excitement I, I feel right now. And um, I just want to thank you guys for the continued support for all of you who have been with me since the beginning of recording the show. I appreciate it so much. It's been since 2011 we've been doing this. And um, I just love you guys. If you've been listening to the show, you like what you're hearing, please go over to iTunes and leave a, um, a review for me. I'd really appreciate that. I love reading those. They just totally brighten up my day. And also, too, I mentioned on the last show, um, really exciting announcement, we're going to be doing a Shine Wellness Retreat. As some of you know, my my clinic is Shine Natural Medicine down here in San Diego, and we're going to be taking this international. So we're going to be going to Nicaragua coming up in March. So if you want to pamper yourself, get just awesome spa treatments, get pampered by a private chef, hang down there with me for a few days. We can do some nutrition talks and learn about natural medicine and just really get that tropical fix. Go over to shinenaturalmedicine.com sign up for our email list and we'll keep you in the loop of when we um, release those specific dates but we're going to start taking some names of people who are interested so go over to that and I'll keep you guys in the loop of all of those details also if you didn't know I did write an ebook over on my website drlaurennoel.com that's called Wired But Tired and that's all about how to quit letting your day drag you down and have energy like a kid again and in that book I share about what are the tips that I do throughout the day that keep me energized and I've been flying all day 
day, you guys. Like I got up super early this morning. I've taken two long flights from the East Coast, and I feel pumped. I feel really good. And it's there's actual specific things that I do to make that happen, and I share that in that book. So go and check that out, and I'm happy to share some of my some of my tips I've learned over the years. Tonight's show, really, really excited. I get to have one of my very best friends in the entire world, Miss Jenna Phillips, on the show. And uh, we'll share a little bit of our love story and um, a little bit more of her personal story, which is super inspiring. A little bit about Jenna, her bio. After making a full comeback from a head trauma accident with brain damage in 2000, while also being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, talk about a bad day, Jenna Phillips Ballard, now Ballard, she's a newlywed, discovered that her purpose on this planet was to teach others that we can do and overcome anything with a positive mindset. She's coined the term a total wellness philosopher. She's on a mission to motivate and inspire as many people as possible to get their minds, bodies, relationships, and lives to sustainably function at optimal levels. She's the founder of imonamission.com, a website where she features the missions of others who have turned their pain into purpose. She's a certified coach and facilitator and also the founder of 1 plus 1 equals 3, a workshop that teaches you how to manifest and maintain your dream relationship. Relationship. She's been featured on Dr. Phil, which I got to be in the audience. Actually, that was the doctors and the doctors. And her YouTube videos offer weekly doses of thought, leadership, and inspiration. She's worked with clients like Ben Stiller, Katy Perry, and Saudi Arabian royalty, which she actually scored a really cool cat out of that deal. Through her intensive coaching program, her clients discover her their inner superhuman and self-love in such a way that their health, relationships, and careers all elevate and expand. And I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome to Dr. Low Radio. Hello, hello. I I was so happy that you had me on mute as you were reading that because I was li- I was literally laughing out loud very loudly. <laughs> yes, I definitely scored a cat out of that deal. It was pretty pretty sweet. And and I I will say and I'll, I'm going to piss off some of the cat lovers. I don't like love cats. I like cats. <laughs> you know, it depends on the cat, but I'm obsessed with your cat. Like I would make and out with your cat. She's obsessed with you. Yeah, she's obsessed with you too. A sweet love and, affair that only you two will ever understand. And are we going to be able to get listen, through this radio show tonight? I don't know. I don't it's going to be really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad we're not in person because we're just gonna we won't even be able to focus um, <laughs> at all. At all. So, for you guys listening, Jenna and I have our own um, language. It really annoys most people, including her her now husband, Brad. Um, we mostly just make noises, and we won't even do that on the air, but he, like, it's something he's realized he needs to tolerate while being married to Jenna. I think but, that he um, secretly loves it deep down. Like, it really, I think that he really wants to love it, but it just, it brings him joy to pretend like he hates it. So, you know. I think just, he wants to it do is. it, but he knows he can't. Yeah. He probably does it when no one's around. <laughs> You know, like in the shower when you're not there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I know. Oh, there's people on the air. Sorry. Um, yeah. Hi. So, so I shared a little bit about your story, which is crazy. And talk about a bad day. You fell. Uh, tell tell about your story, like about your your brain damage accident, and yeah, just give a little bit of that background because it's crazy. It, it is a crazy story, but but also the best thing that ever happened for me. You know, at, at the time I was um, I was a senior in high school. I had a semester left of high school, and I was chronically depressed and self medicating. I was smoking weed every day. I was smoking cigarettes. I knew nothing about how to live and lead a healthy life. And um, at the time, the symptoms that I was experiencing was low energy. I was tired all the time. 
um, I just felt really depressed and I felt uh, completely uninspired and, and I just, I felt like there was something big I was supposed to do with my life, but ultimately had no direction and no guidance. And, um, and the really crazy part about that time in my life is, I think I've only mentioned this maybe one on, I've been on a lot of podcasts, but I think I've only mentioned this part of the story on one of the podcasts. Um, and, uh, so I'm just, I'm just gonna, just gonna say it since we're Do it. getting raw and real. Um, so at the time I, I would obsess about, uh, my belief that, that I didn't have any friends and nobody liked me, nobody loved me. And so I just felt very alone in my life, even though I was surrounded by a lot of people, but, uh, I, I would lay in bed at night and obsess about being able to see my own funeral because I wanted to see who would show up. So I would imagine it in my mind. I would I would try to create this this whole fantasy of being able to see my actual funeral. And then I decided I didn't want to die. I felt like there was still some stuff that I wanted to do in this lifetime, including going skydiving. hadn't done that yet. But I was like, I'm not quite ready to die. So what if I could be in some kind of an accident where it would be serious oh. enough for me to end up in the hospital? Have I ever told you this? Did I ever, no. ever gone through this with you? Okay. So so I, I, I literally crafted in my mind this whole this whole experience that was going to be serious enough for me to, to actually be in the hospital so then I could see who would show up and, and, and visit me when I'm when I'm in the hospital. So I would obsess about it and fast forward a couple months later I, I was decorating the barn on my parents' property. I was supposed to have the party of the year. It was gonna be the, the after party after after winter ball and uh, the night before I was decorating cleaning and I was hanging a sheet on the ceiling and I was walking backwards and I basically ran on the floor and fell through the opening of the floor. Completely don't remember falling at all, but mm. was immediately unconscious and sent to the ICU. I was in the hospital and um, and the doctors were preparing my parents. They said, you know, we just want to let you know that there's a, a high chance that your daughter is not going to wake up from this coma for a very long time. And, and when and if she does wake up, she will have brain damage and it's going to be pretty severe. So we're just wanting to prepare you for that. And I wound up waking up from my coma the next day completely not – my doctors weren't expecting that or, or anticipating that. And I did have brain damage. I lost the majority of my vocabulary. I, I couldn't put my thoughts into words, so I was speaking gibberish. I had, like, this really weird language, which I probably have carried into our personal language. <laughs> I was um, just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I was making up, like, all this all this stuff, and, and, I, and I couldn't – I couldn't uh, read certain words, and I just I would be having a conversation with someone, kind of a conversation, and forget what we were talking about. So it was a really challenging time for me because at that at that time I was the chief editor of the yearbook for my high school. I was my strength was creative writing and expression and speeches and and just just being my authentic me and and celebrating my um, just my my way of speaking and my way of being. And and I lost that. Like it was it was a strength that then became my weakness. So. Um, also, when I woke up from the coma, the doctors were doing all this routine blood work on me, and they realized my blood sugar was like 280, which for those of you who don't know anything about diabetes, it's, that's almost triple of what it really should be. So it was pretty high, and I had no idea that I had diabetes, but now now realizing, like looking back in hindsight, the, the symptoms that I was experiencing actually was elevated blood sugar levels. So it all, you know, it, it finally made sense to me, but... Um, but yeah, I, I woke up a different person. I woke up happy. I um, I just I, I had this different experience of life and and a different perspective on life, and it changed everything for me. It, it allowed me to be on the path that I'm on today. It's why I do the work that I do. Mm. And they told you you have diabetes. You're going to be on insulin forever, right? And how did you take that? Yeah, yeah. I you know I knew nothing about diabetes. I, I had a lot of interesting. Um, uh, the prognosis was basically you're not going to graduate from high school on time, and so don't even try. And I remember thinking in that moment, I was hearing this doctor say this to my mom, 
And I'm like, this guy doesn't know who I am. I'm like, I am going to graduate on time. So I actually wound up going back to school. I missed three weeks of school and, and didn't miss a single day. I mean, I used to ditch. I was ditching all the time leading up to the time of my accident and didn't miss a single day, super committed, worked my butt off, and I was committed. And, and, and that, was, that was the ultimate, the bottom line was I, was I was clear that that was going to be my reality, that I was going to graduate on time. I made that decision. Had I said, you know what, doctor, you're right, I, I'm not going to be able to graduate on time, I wouldn't have. And so, and then my other doctor is telling me, well, you've got, you know, you have diabetes. And I remember hearing, hearing that. And I remember my mom was crying as soon as my doctor said, yeah, you, you have type 1 diabetes. And I, and I said, okay. Um, and knowing nothing about it, I said, well, well how, do I, how do I get off the insulin shots? How do I stop taking insulin? And he laughed at me. He's like, you're going to be on insulin for the rest of your life. There's no cure for that. And I'm like, gross. I'm like, that's really uninspiring. So I, I just made that decision in that moment that I was going to figure out, you know, so dumb. So and this guy, he was like, she was like 95. I mean, like the oldest doctor ever. So completely not committed to being progressive or open-minded about anything. And so I didn't, I did not resonate with his, with his stuff at all. But I, I just remember in that moment, I just, I just said to myself that I was going to figure out a way to, to get off the insulin. And whether that was possible or not, I was still was going to have that, that committed focus and, and have that be part of my efforts. And so I, I never let diabetes define me. It was just something that I've, I always say that I experienced it. It's something that I experienced from time to time. And I hardly ever say the words, I am diabetic, but you know, I've had some, some pretty big breakthroughs with that around actually from one of my mentors who I would love to talk about tonight at some point on the show, but uh, he's, he's really taken a stand for me to not resist it, to really be, to be connected to it, but not in a way that defines me, but that I, that I celebrate it. And so I found a way to actually celebrate it and, and still be a strong stand for it and, and hope to be a voice for people who don't know how to manage it and don't know how to balance it because I figured out ways to make it a, like really a non-issue for me and it really doesn't it doesn't prevent me from doing anything in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like what I get from you is you embrace it rather than identify with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, absolutely. I think that's really powerful. I think that when when someone gets a diagnosis, it's you can have this like this there's no way and, and it's like pushing it away and denying it and you can also identify with it like this is now who I am and it becomes a part of you but rather there could be this this dance in between where it's like this is something I embrace this is something I love about myself it's something I get to you know love myself um while this is even while this is around you know if it's something that stays forever or it's just a temporary thing and um if you were to do it all over again if you could jump in a time machine would you still have that injury would you still have the diagnosis a thousand percent. Yeah. One, I mean, it, it was, again, it's the best thing that ever happened for me because I got, because of the diagnosis of diabetes, I then, I, I went through some classes and, and had to go have meetings with a diabetes educator and learn about how to eat well, which by the way is also a total load of crap because they're all about the food pyramid and just like absolute garbage. So I didn't mm-hmm. learn anything from them. I wound up educating myself and empowering myself and learning about nutrition that I felt resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I love what you, what you have going on at, at, uh, at shine because it's in complete alignment with everything that I stand for when it comes to nutrition. So, um, so, so yeah, it, it just, it really took a lot of, a lot of trials and errors and figuring out what was going to work for me. And, you know, my doctor never said to me, Hey, if you put cinnamon on your food, it's actually going to lower your blood sugar and your cholesterol and it's going to mm-hmm. be great for your digestion. So little things like that, that are just little tips that, I found to be supportive on my mission that a doctor is not going to necessarily tell you, you know, it's just a lot of really cool new tricks that I, that I've discovered. And, and I love making that information available to people who have a really hard time with balancing their blood sugar and 
you know, like taking alpha lipoic acid is another thing that doctors will never tell you to take. And I love that you offer that. And, and so that's why I'm so incredibly in love with what you've created with Shine because, um, you know, you're, you take this, this approach that is really scary for, for a lot of doctors. And I, I think that by you taking a stand, and I was listening to what you were saying about meeting the food babe and how she's taking a strong stand and she's not allowing herself to play small. But because you opening your clinic, I mean, that's, it's a very scary thing that a lot of people are not really ready to embrace. But because the way that you've packaged it and the way that you do your, your radio show and, and the environment that you create and provide for people, it, it creates this whole new perspective and awareness about how cool natural medicine is and that it, it is something that really does affect lives in, in a positive way. And, and so that's why I'm just, I'm just so excited to, to support you in any way that I can. Oh, thank you. Well, you're a good patient. You, you're obedient. You do what I tell you. <laughs> this is true. I'm kidding. By the way, you, all the supplement, everyone listening, if you want to have, like, the best doctor ever, first of all, connect with Dr. Loke. She's amazing. I didn't pay you. And I secondly, didn't pay her to do this. No, this is completely like my own my own thing. So um, if if you uh, if you want to um, get in the best shape of your life and also get in like really amazing. Hold on a second. My husband just walked in. He's trying to show me something. I love you, babe. But I'm I'm just trying to focus here. Um, he's like he's like trying to show me a text on his phone, and I'm like totally on a roll. That's to like acknowledge the hell out of you, and I'm like I can't do both at the same time. I like um, tell him to take a number. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you put me on all these awesome supplements, and for everyone listening, Lauren knows her stuff. Dr. Lowe knows her stuff. She's the real deal, and I, I've never felt so supported by I've, – I've met with a lot of different kinds of doctors on my journey, and, and Dr. Noel has been without – consideration without question 100% the most knowledgeable and supportive and amazing doctor I've ever worked with and she's really been a consistent stand for me to make sure that my my blood sugar levels are balanced and and so I did a blood work with her and it's just she's just great so yeah go hire her call her right now you're welcome <laughs> thank you okay back to you so <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate <laughs> oh yeah that. this shows about me hi okay <laughs> so, so what have, what have you found? Because you've had obviously, and I don't want this to be like a diabetes show, but I think it's interesting because I've never done a show on type one diabetes. I've I've done on type two um, a couple years ago, but um, just real quick, what are like some specific things that you have incorporated um, in your lifestyle or um, or diet that you have found that that can actually effectively help you to take less insulin. And then the goal isn't taking as little insulin as possible. It's taking how much you need. And there's ways you can help to optimize your insulin sensitivity to where you don't need, need it as much. So um, what are, like, I don't know, two or three, like, specific things that you have found that really help with that? I would say the most important thing for me is being active. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's almost more important than eating really ideal food for, for what I'm dealing with. Um, when I, when I moved to Spain, I moved to Spain when I was 21, 22. And at the time I was taking, um, quite a lot of, quite a lot of insulin and living in Los Angeles. I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to walk everywhere. I mean, that's, it's just kind of, it's kind of funny. So in, in San Francisco, you can, you can walk pretty much everywhere all over the place. And same thing with New York. Um, but when I, um, when I was actually, when I moved to Spain, I walked around so much and I was dancing three nights a week and I was swimming in the ocean almost every day. 
and I was so active that I wound up losing like 20 pounds when I moved over there. And I, and I, my blood sugar kept crashing and crashing. And I, and I was trying to figure out and understand the whole the relationship with metabolism and insulin and, um, and activity. And so I realized, I was like, well, what if I took less insulin and maybe I wouldn't crash so often. So I started to, to lower my dosage and, um, and my, my blood sugar was perfectly balanced and, and awesome. And then when I moved back to the States, I was there for seven months. I moved back to the States and um, didn't really change the way that I was eating, but my blood sugar levels were noticeably higher because I wasn't as active throughout the day. So I started taking more insulin and I gained some weight back because that's the big thing about the more insulin you take, typically the more, more weight that you're actually holding on your body. So, um, so it, it's just like it's a big, huge relationship between making sure that your body is, is sustainable on the food that you're intaking and, and that it's, it's actually working. So when your metabolism is higher – then, then your your hormone levels are actually functioning in a much better way, and so that it's just natural for me to not need so much insulin. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm I'm really really conscious of is making sure that I move my body's intention every single day, whether it's yoga or teaching spinning, or or walking like parking further away. That's like a big thing is taking taking stairs, not not taking the elevator. So I move my body as often as I can throughout the day, and and it makes a huge difference, a really big difference. And then also just making sure that if I am going to have a carbohydrate or I am going to have some kind of a sugar or a dessert or something that I allow myself to indulge in, because that's also a big thing is is creating that balance. Because I, I have had phases in my life where I've been so incredibly strict with my diet and not allowed myself to have any sugar at all not allow myself to have hardly any carbohydrates at all. And that's just not sustainable. So I'm now in the, in the, the space and, and, and in the, the phase of my journey where I'm committed to having it be sustainable because I, I believe in sustainability in, in all elements of our life. And so that's the stand that I take. And so I just make sure that I'm also taking supplements that are going to support me. Like alpha lipoic acid is, is really great. Um, chromium picolinate is also a really, a really great uh, supplement that I really enjoy. And nopal cactus is, is also really awesome. It helps with digestion. And um, so, you know, there's just a lot of little things that, that, that are available for us that it's sometimes just going to take a little bit of homework that, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's why I love that you have this incredible system at, at Shine and then, you know, you're, you're consistently offering information for people that they can apply into their lives, and it's, it's easy. That's the thing is a lot of people feel that it's diabetes is such a gigantic monster. It's this big, bad wolf, and um, I've chosen to dance with it and, and just have it be a part of my life, actually a tool that supports me in being healthy and conscious and, and move my body on a regular basis because I used to yeah, eat glazed sure. donuts every morning. I used to eat two glazed donuts for breakfast every morning in high school. Super, sure. Wow. Super kid. This is real talk, but I just knew nothing about nutrition. I didn't know anything about it. Um, so I just ate whatever tasted good. I would eat uh, sour straws and eat Pringles and drink Diet Coke pretty much every single day. I mean, it just ate garbage, whatever tasted good to me. And that also had a huge effect on, on my energy levels as well. So, you know, it's just everything's connected. And I think that was the biggest realization for me is seeing how, you know, the kind of energy that we put into our bodies, whether it's food or the kind of energy we surround ourselves with, like the kind of people we choose to be around. It's all connected, and so yeah, I'm 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 grateful for all of it. I'm grateful for the journey. I'm grateful for the accident. Again, believe that it was actually meant to happen. So yeah, I wouldn't change any of it. I cringe when I think back to what I ate in high school. I, I remember having oh. uh, was it like yeah, it was eighth grade. I remember having um, uh, the little Debbie like Swiss cake rolls. <laughs> they were so good, um, like the 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 zebra cakes and like the little personal pizzas and remember like the snack well cookies they were the fat free totally. I would just demolish like a whole box of them <laughs> so yeah. crazy 
Um, no, like I'm it was so not- glad we know more now. Uh, so mm-hmm. one of the things I remember you saying, um, you talk a lot about self-love and um, you know, the, the topic of our show tonight is like really finding your purpose. And, you know, I think all these things are connected and you talk about the topic of self-love and, and even like nutrition uh, is completely connected with that. And I remember you saying that, uh, I, I, I don't know if I know the exact words you use, but that, um, how you eat is like a direct reflection of, of how much you love yourself or how much you respect yourself. Tell mm-hmm. what does, what does that mean exactly? Well, I just, you know, every everything is energy. Money is energy. Food is energy. Um, we're all made from the same stuff. So when we're loving ourselves, when we're really truly loving ourselves and honoring honoring our bodies and honoring our lives, we don't allow any toxic energy to come into our our sphere. And and that that includes people. That that includes food. So when we're eating food, that's not going to um, and again, like it's really important for us to know the difference between balance and splurging every once in a while. If we're consistently splurging, quote unquote, every once in a while, then we got kind of a, a balance issue. But um, but every once in a while, just just being in harmony with it. So if you want to have if you want to have dessert every once in a while, sure, totally. But be in harmony with it. So if we're going to be eating food, and in that moment we're like, this is not good for me, but I'm going to eat it anyway, then it's really no different than any kind of like a self abuse situation so if we're having negative toxic thoughts that's also energy so if we're saying to ourselves like I'm fat I'm not good enough I'm stupid I'm not pretty um, I'm not fill in the blank enough then that's it's really similar to actually eating food so when we when we're eating food and we have negative thoughts that are attached to that food as we're eating it it's on the metaphysical level we're creating exactly what we're afraid of so it's just that's that's so crazy because if we if we realized how powerful our thoughts were and are we would never have another negative thought ever again. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and and it, I really I believe that too. I think that you can love your body with your nutrition. You know, you can literally mm-hmm. have love on a plate, and each bite you're just loving your cells. It's like you're packing that love into your cells in the form of nutrition, and it's going to fuel you with, you know, with what with the building blocks that you need to have optimal, you know, physiology. But that translates into happier minds, happier thoughts. Um, so. Yeah, I th- I 100% agree with that, and and you you're newlywed, so by the way, beautiful wedding, beautiful wedding, and um, you Which, know. By no the way, I'm going to totally just I'm just going to interrupt you right now. Everybody yes. listening to this show, Dr. Lowe has an amazing voice. She sang <laughs> at my wedding. She sang at last. I cried my face off, and <laughs> she's incredible. So I'm just putting that out there. And if there are any music producers or agents or anything out there looking for new, fresh talent, you're listening to the right show because that's Dr. Lowe. Okay, go. Keep going. I kind of – I just thought of this. Thank you. I kind of want to do like an intro where I'm like partly beatboxing and partly like belting out some – some song, some song, and uh, so if you any like producers out there that want to like create some cool beats and I can sing to it and like anyway, that's something I would I would really love to do. Um, anyways, back to you. So your wedding was amazing, <laughs> and um, now you you didn't always have the like when I first met you, you were kind of doing the dating scene and weren't really attracting what you wanted to have. And what do you think made that shift? to where you actually brought in what you wanted to have and you were able to create this connection. And you, you talk about the one plus one equals three. So talk mm. a little bit about that. How did this happen? Did you have to, did you find the the guy first and then shift happened? Did you do some shifts within yourself and then you attracted that? How did that all happen? 
Oh my gosh, so much. This is like this there's so much under this. Um yeah, I I was in a a serious phase of, of dating the wrong people and, and I was having it be kind of all around all around them. I was making it about them and I wasn't really looking at myself. I wasn't looking at who I was being to manifest and call these men into my art men, boys, <laughs> people who yeah. were, you know, they, they just, they weren't men. That was like the biggest thing is I was dating really, really young, youthful men who were not ready to be in a committed relationship. So I, I was, I was calling them in, you know, I, and that was the biggest thing for me is looking at how I got to be responsible for that rather than just making this blanketed statement that like all men are horrible. And, you know, I'm, I've, I've gone through phases of loving men, not loving men, making them wrong, think they're not, that they're crazy or that they, they just don't get it. And, you know, the actuality is, is there are a lot of really incredible, amazing, handsome, responsible, and, and, and really respectful men in this world. And, and as, as a, an entrepreneur and a, and a, a powerhouse, quote-unquote, I was consistently looking for my man. I was wanting to, to go out and do fill-in-the-blank in order to find my man and get the guy who I was supposed to be with. So it was a very masculine energy that I was consistently putting out, and I wasn't allowing the man to find me. So I was consistently being masculine in all my relationships, even though I'm, I, I look girly and I get the manicures and I you know, do the makeup and I wear the heels and I do all that stuff. The energy that was, that was really honestly consistently present in my experience in my life was masculine. I'm going to find the guy. I'm going to get him. And I wasn't understanding why I was not meeting that man. Like I wasn't finding my person. And I wound up going through a, um, a really awesome and powerful, uh, incredible leadership training program that was about four months. And when I graduated from that program, I realized who I actually wanted to be in a relationship, not the kind of person I wanted to find, but who I got to be because we don't, we don't manifest people that we want. We manifest people that we are, so we attract what we are. And so I did a lot of shifting and, like, a lot of changes on, on who I was being and, and choosing to, to operate from my feminine and allow the man to, fall, to, like, find me rather than always being on the lookout for him. And so it was really interesting because my friend was consistently trying to get me to sign up for Match.com. I was like, never, no way. She's like, you have nothing to lose. And I'm like, accept my dignity. But anyway, I wound up signing up for Match.com anyway because I figured I get to be open to receiving my person in whichever way. And if that's how the universe wants me to meet my person, fine, I'll just sign up. So I wound up going on a sequence of really horrible, awful dates and uh, was still having some breakthroughs and who I wanted to be and, and what I was committed to creating in my relationship. And then I wound up getting off Match.com. I was like, oh, I'm never going to get on a stupid app ever again. So then I wound up getting back on it. And two days later, um, my, my man found me. My husband found me, sent me a message and pursued me and went after me and courted me and texted me every single day. And we actually wound up I think we were texting every day for about two months before we finally met in person. And, um, and we just basically knew right away. I mean, we just, we just knew that it was, that he was it and I was it. And, and here we are. Now we're married. So cool. And I remember when you were, when you first met him, you were so giddy and just like, it, <laughs> it felt very different because it, it, it was like you were, it, yeah, you, you weren't hunting anymore. You were just like, just enjoying the, the experience of having a guy pursue you. That was really cool to witness mm -hmm. as your friend. Yeah. Well, and that and that was the biggest difference is that um, there wasn't a feeling of oh should I wait to text him back or what mm -hmm. should I say. There was a hundred percent freedom to be myself, 
And, yeah. and I got really clear through that experience that true love doesn't ever create feelings of not enoughness or mm. should I wait or did I say the wrong thing or am I wearing the wrong dress or there never was any of that. And so that's why I really ultimately knew that, that Brad was the one for me. And, and granted, he and I have been through quite a lot as a couple. Our relationship has not always been quote-unquote perfect, even though people say to us all the time, they comment on our pictures and they'll write us messages, emails, and they're like, we want to have a relationship like yours. Everything is so perfect. And, and the moments that are featured on Facebook or on our website, I mean, those are actual real moments, but they're not always, our moments don't always look like that. We have, we have had challenges in our, in our relationship, but those challenges have really supported us in understanding how to have a healthy and responsible level of communication. And so we, we've created a workshop actually called one plus one equals three, how to manifest and maintain a powerful relationship. And, and the whole thing about one plus one equals three was actually like a theme of our wedding because our vows were even really clear about who we were committed to being for each other for our, for our marriage. And, and that is he gets to be his own person. He's whole and complete. And he's not my better half. I'm not his better half. We are whole, complete individuals. I'm one. He's one. And when we come together, we create this third entity called our relationship. So we've created a really awesome system on how to consistently take care of our own personal individual needs and also take care of this third entity, our relationship, like a garden, considering, continuously watering it and making sure that it is receiving the nourishment that it needs to really thrive as, as a relationship. Mm. It's so healthy, too. There's not this codependency of, you know, you relying on him to complete you or vice versa, or you having to be there to complete him. It's like you, you're your complete person, and so is he, and together you guys just create magic. So how do people, mm-hmm. how do, people do this? I mean, how can someone in a relationship, let's say it is like a lopsided kind of thing where they're always trying to, you know, complete things for their partner or they're always feeling like they're, you know, weak or less than unless they have their partner complete them. Like how does someone, you know, move in this direction of having that, that kind of dynamic? Well, I think that the most important thing is communication, like expressing what each other's needs are and 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 have both parties, both individuals, both whole complete individuals know that happiness is an inside job. It's no one else's responsibility. And, and so there, are, there is no such thing as a perfect relationship, but there is a relationship that is perfect for everyone. And that's another thing that we're committed to, to showing people how to discover that, to like really discover what is perfect for them and also which, which way of communication is going to support the relationship. Because we as people, as humans, we're never going to be the same person twice. We're always growing. We're always expanding and shifting and, and moving in different directions. And so Sometimes when we're in a relationship and we feel that like our partner is growing or expanding in a new direction, there's like this experience of abandonment or being left behind or, oh, we're growing apart. And, and that's the biggest issue is people feel like they are one. They are, they are a unit. So when someone starts to grow, rather than celebrating it, it's almost like this abandonment experience. So, so that's a really big thing is when, when you notice that someone is growing or shifting or changing, looking at ways to celebrate that and, and be curious about it rather than feel like they are leaving you or pulling away from you. So, so when, when we as humans feel like there's something that's missing from our lives, typically it's, it's, a, it's a deeper level of self-love. And, and the best way to check in about that is looking at ways that we get to fill that up. And it's a daily practice, and it's no one else's responsibility. It's nobody else's job. It's entirely up to everyone's individual self. And, um, and that can look a lot of different ways. And what I do with a lot of my clients is I have them say um, their, their I am truth. 
so I am beautiful, I am powerful, I am, you know, fill in the blank. So things that really resonate with who they were born to be, who they authentically are, have them say that out loud to themselves in the mirror every single day. And I have some of my clients buy themselves flowers so not relying on a man to buy them flowers. So they get to feel receiving flowers and, and fill themselves up with love. So so it, sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, inner reflection and, and, and inner work. Like we're so focused on working out, but we also get to work in as well. And so, yeah, there's just a lot of different ways that you can enhance your self-love and, and practice it. But it, again, it, it is a daily practice and it's no one else's job and, and no one else can, can like snap their fingers and, and have you fall in love with yourself. It's, it's a lot of interpersonal work that we all get to be responsible for. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we this 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 actually is continuing the conversation from last week. We had our one of our amazing mentors on the show, Michael Strasner, and we'll, we can do a little plug for his book. Um, by the way, for you guys listening, Michael's book is now. Uh, this is like the push day. This is the day we're really like pushing to really shoot him up to the to the bestseller list on Amazon. So. Um, I just want to say that before I forget, go over to Amazon.com, type in Living on the Skinny Branches, buy Michael's book, Today's the Day. I think he's killing it. I think he's doing really well on Amazon. He is. We've we've actually been, there's been a team of us basically working since 8 a.m. this morning on, we've been making calls, doing posts, social media, so you're actually catching me kind of in, in the middle of that hustle and bustle, so I'm so excited that you, that you announced it because... We ha- there are so many people in Michael Strasner's lives who, you know, so many people love him and, and have really experienced self-love for themselves because of the work that Michael Strasner does and has been doing for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. So he has has had a huge, huge impact on my life and also Brad's life as well. He actually officiated our wedding, as you know, but um, mm-hmm. but he's just an incredible human being. And so he's he's my hero. He's my mentor. He's my friend. And he walks his talk. I mean, he really, truly does live transformation, and he's an amazing leader. So, yeah, again, just in case you forgot the title of the book, Living on the Skinny Branches, and you can totally find it on Amazon. And he's, he's pretty much he's getting up there in, like, the top ten, like, overall. I think he's just totally killing it right now. That's so it's amazing. Really cool to watch that. Yeah, yeah we really just awesome. had him on last week. It was an awesome show, and it was so cute. I <laughs> I ended up talking to him after seeing because he because he called in on the show a few few hour or few few minutes late, and uh, he, he was actually oh he God. got the time difference screwed up, and he was at a football game when he called in, and he like was like running across the field like trying to get to a quiet area. It was so funny because in the beginning I was like, why is he breathing so hard? But he was literally like sprinting as he's on the air. It was really funny. Um, but that's the joy of live radio. Yeah, I know. He's such a great storyteller. He told me about that. He's like, have you talked to Lauren about the show? And I go, no. He's like, well, he's like, I was a little late. <laughs> he told me the whole story. It was pretty awesome. That's that awesome. So That's cute. awesome that all worked out, though. He made it happen. He's committed, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, oh, my God, we could just talk until midnight because that's just how we do. Forever. But um mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. So um, what would be what would be some, like, some things you want to leave with our listeners, any kind of parting words, and also how can people keep up with what you're doing and, and work with you? Thank you for that. Well, everyone listening, it has been an absolute pleasure and delight to to share this, uh, this frequency with all of you. And some parting words is when you fall in love with yourself, everything else in life seems to fall into place. And and that's something that I really got to, to learn and something that I live every single day, and it's the work that I do with all of my clients. So, you know, everyone has a different path and everything resonates differently with everyone. One, one person's journey to self-love is not going to be the same for everybody. So I think that's just like the biggest thing is connecting with what makes you happiest and 
find find whatever makes you happiest, whatever brings you the most joy, and do that every single day. Do it more than you do anything else. And if you want to look into more of the stuff that I'm talking about and what I'm what I'm working on in my life in general, I would love to connect with you guys. You can find me on social media, on um, on Facebook, and also on Instagram, Jenna Phillips Ballard. On Twitter, I'm Jenna Phillips. I cannot change my handle for some reason, but you can find me there on Twitter. And um, my, my website is jennaphillips.com. It'll be re- redirected to a, a new domain, but you can find me there. And also, I'm on a mission.com as well. I would love to have you guys check out my YouTube videos. And if you Google me, you can find me pretty easily. But I would love to get some feedback from all of you guys if you have any questions about challenges you're experiencing with relationships or diabetes or just ultimately how to love yourself in a very magical and powerful way. I would love to hear from you guys. And you and Brad are going to be doing uh, workshops for relationships, right? So what's the details with yes. that? When's that going to happen? Yeah, our our workshop is on December 10th. It's in Los Angeles. Our Our location is still to be determined. But if you would like to attend the workshop and you want more information on it, then just hit me up totally send me a message, whether it's on Facebook. You can also email me. My email is Jenna, J-E-N-N-A, at I'mOnAMission.com. And there's no A. It's the letter I, the letter M, as in mission. I'mOnAMission.com. And then just send me a message, and I'll give you all the information that you need, and we'll stay in touch about that. Love. Love, love, love. I love you guys are doing that. Oh, thanks for coming on my show. I appreciate it. It's good to have you on the airwaves. And, um, uh oh, I think your call dropped. Oh no. <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of good timing. Well, Jenna's call dropped, but I can catch her off the airwaves and love her up. But thank you guys so much for tuning into the show tonight. Hopefully, you got some good nuggets out of that. I know for myself, when I'm feeling like I'm just like dragging and just feeling like disempowered, she always lifts me up. Oh, she's back on, so she can say bye. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. I have no idea what happened, but I'm sure it happened for me and not to me. So I'm cool. I'm celebrating it over here. <laughs> well, I just was saying um, thank you for coming on the show. And I so appreciate your time. And I know this is a, a big hustle day for you guys. So I appreciate you carving out some time to come on. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I love you so much. I love you more. We'll talk later. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, that is the show. Definitely check out I'mOnAMission.com. Check out Jenna at her workshop. I will most likely be there, so it'll be fun to see you guys. And go and pick up Michael Strasner's book, Living on the Skinny Branches. You can check me out at ShineNaturalMedicine.com. Please leave me a review if you haven't over on iTunes. I so appreciate it, and I'll check you guys next week. I'm going to have my mom on the show next week. We're going to be doing a special on Thanksgiving. So she'll be talking some really embarrassing things about me from when I was a kid, and uh, she'll be sharing some really cool, fun recipes recipes on how to make your Thanksgiving healthy and amazing. Have a great week, you guys. We'll check check you next week. Take care. Bye. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good. And get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10.
North Pole Hotline. Help! My in-laws are hosting Thanksgiving, and we're bringing the dressing. You mean stuffing? No, dressing. I need cute outfits for everyone. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's kicking off the holidays with stylish denim, velvet tops, the season's best dresses, and 40% off your entire purchase now through Tuesday. 40% off? We'll be stuffing our shopping bags full. And don't forget colorful sweaters and amazing outerwear, too. You can even buy online and pick up in-store for free. Ooh, I love an all-you-can-wear buffet. Holiday your heart out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1118 to 1120. Exclusion supplies. See stores for details.